Welcome back to Change Yourself, Change the World. This is another episode X, because I don't know when we're going to post this, but we're going to talk. P. So you just asked me what's new in the Ricoverse. Um, few things are new in the Ricoverse. Most specifically. Nothing. Chilling. Killing. Ah. Yeah. Researching. I think yeah, been, what what have you been what rabbit holes have you been diving into? What have you been researching? What are you looking up currently? Oh, I think I've been too wrapped up in the news like recently, but not like emotionally wrapped up, just informing myself. Um also like uh what do you mean? Mostly political, because I do tend to lean very political. I'm, honestly because I like I'm a fan of systems and organization and policies because I see the ramifications they have in society and I, I do have political inclinations and political <laughs> ambitions. So I think, I think it's interesting. So I'm, I'm, I've been extremely political. Cool, yeah, so I've been extremely involved in the, looking up all the news. Well, not really all the news, I do have the to say I, I am leaning kind of right when I, I'm looking at the news and the sources, and the only reason mm -hmm. I like to say left to right is because people don't know, don't know how to have an how to, how to have a conversation without putting labels to things. So, you I mean, like in regards to political spectrum, like red or yeah. blue or democratic, right, far right, like and, whatever and, you want. To yeah, publish. exactly. So the in the political spectrum, they have left and right, and I've been looking at stuff that leans right mostly because the stuff that leans left is just. Sensual, like sensational. No, what do you call it? When you hype something up to the point of just, just, just to cause either panic or fear or to cause a reaction in somebody, because that's most of the news recently. And that's one of the reasons I stopped watching the news years ago. But when it comes to like politics, a lot of them aren't even spitting facts anymore. They're just like they say half truth. And then let people believe a narrative that they've been kind of guided to believe. And mm. a lot of these things just happen because these people don't watch their videos. Like they don't watch what actually happens when they don't watch the full video of a police shooting. Like I saw True. the cover. I mean, even even the same thing. Like I I've listened to some of Trump's like speeches right not because i care to hear what he has to say i want to hear what people he's telling people right. hear what people are seeing from him right. hear that you know and it's not because i care like because everyone just sits here and, and formulates opinions on people but they don't necessarily listen they get the little bullet point bullshit you know little um clickbait or, or little blurps that they see that news stations throw online or like clips or whatever right but let's listen to it in in the full context and actually hear what's being said how it's being stated you know what i'm saying like what are the yeah. underlying things here and, and some people i think that like once you tell somebody oh i watched the trump like they think i'm a trump supporter it has nothing to do with that it's more along the lines hey like there's a lot of people listening to this man there's a lot of the people listening on the other side like why don't the people that are choosing to not listen actually listen to hear what's happening and why they're being so sucked into one mode of thinking or another you know at, at the same time like America loves to play games and we love to take sides and we love to be fucking on the winning side. 
it's the political theater too. People kind of forget about that shit. Like this is theater as much as it is anything. It's a fucking stage. Political, true, but at the same time, we all run like a lot of quote unquote Americans run on the same structure. So we're just a fractal of society. Remember, so this is what I've said before. We're a fractal of society. Even our mentality is a fractal of society. So if you break down how divisive our our politics are, like, bro, we're just playing this shit to the. We're playing in the pros. This is just politics in the pros. And NFL to the pros, NBA in the pros, everything, they take it to the next level. America takes shit to the next level. We might not be the smartest. We might not be the healthiest. But we will take shit to the next level. We are the most confident. We will escalate anything for any reason. And that can be good sometimes. It can also be really bad. But... Yeah, the, I, the politics is just, it's a fractal, bro. Like, this is this is how a lot of people are. A lot of people are in a bunch of chaos right now. They're in turmoil. They're in, they're in fear. They're in anger. They're in hate. And that's what they feel. That's what, that's what the vibes are giving off. So, obviously, this is the kind of election we get. If everybody was just fucking stoned, like, and I don't understand why these people burning down cities right now don't just like smoke more weed those are typically the people that already do smoke weed so this whole these past couple of months the whole weed narrative in my mind has been blown because i thought these were the like peaceful hippies getting high Mm. and then it turns out fucking cities are being burnt because they're mad about whatever the hell they're watching on the news I, i saw something it was like um Like uh, Antifa is now not Antifa, it's BLM for the most part. Well, they infiltrate things. Like, there's always a way to infiltrate movements. But even the BLM movement in and of itself, if you look at the leadership structure, these people don't have the best intentions for anybody but themselves. They... (laughs) They have no sense of economy. They have no perspective on how money and business actually works. You can yeah. tell by all their policies they're putting out and the, the things they say. I'm not, I'm not putting words in their mouth. I'm, I'm quoting them. They, they don't have monetary sense. They think things can be given to them. And I don't know what the fuck kind of world they think they live in, but they have been either hijacked or it's been all planned. In my opinion, I, I can't get behind that political movement. The idea is great. The name is divisive in and of itself because Black Lives Matter has nothing to do with Latinos. And yes, we can get behind our other colored brothers, but you're literally saying that, not that your lives are more important, but that our lives are the ones that should be in focus and only our lives because of our grievances. It's not like Latinos aren't getting shot. Not at the same rate, but we're not right. far off either. We're well, not far off. How long do you think this fucking, not fucking, okay, how long do you think this goes for too if there isn't any like changes? Every four years, a divisive politic comes up. 
the only reason we're being divided right now is because of this election. Whatever, sure. whatever way you're swinging. You put on the other side of the spectrum, Biden's choice is a person of color, but then there's, it's very interesting to hear people talk about how Kamala Harris is not a black person. She's Native American. She has no black in her. Then there's like the black culture that says, yeah, she is black. Like, I don't even really know. Like it's the same thing with Obama, like his real name wasn't Obama or whatever. And like, he wasn't a US citizen. Like there's so much turmoil, dude. I think black is a state of mind and I don't really <laughs> care. Like you can call yourself whatever you want. I, I That's not my issue. Like, I, I don't care if your genetics don't say it. I really don't. You can, you can call yourself an Asian man if you're like an eight foot tall so black man. Like, go ahead and change it to be like, uh, yeah, right, Asian man, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, you're in a meat suit, and that meat suit has right. this collection. Right. That meat right. suit has this sort of right. look. You know what I'm saying? If, like, you're if, in the human body. If you want to play with the labels, play with the labels. But face facts and face reality. Don't live in a fucking schizophrenic right. episode. Right. You're in a humanoid meat suit. Like, yo, stop fucking device, using more divisive measures amongst your own people and realize that that's just to take like the fucking focal point off of the real shit that's happening. Let me, I literally just, just put, I incarnated this in, in, in an Instagram post not too long ago. And it went, stop taking your life so damn serious. We're all just conscious stardust having an experience. Yeah. yeah. It literally is. Like a lot of people take their lives too goddamn serious, and I, this is me. Like not too long ago, too, and you don't. Dude, things take time. Healing takes time. Business takes time. Fucking growing takes time. Uh, getting fit takes time. Eating healthy takes time. Everything takes time. You can't. You can't snap your fingers and get it, but you're most likely not because you are not prepared. Dude, on that note, I just finished the book Inner Size by John Azaroff, and he talks about roots and shoots, right? He's like, when you plant a seed, you don't expect that harvest to be that very same day. There's a process that's going on underneath the ground that you don't see that's happening until you get to the shoot part. You have to get the roots, right? It's like changing a habit, changing anything you want to do. You can't get that boom today. If I go work out and I eat healthy and I, you know, get my workout in, I'm not going to have a six pack just because I decided to do that. You know, whether or not, I mean, unless I started with that six pack to begin with, then okay, clearly it's still going to be there, right? But if I'm saying I'm some overweight man, 40 pounds heavier than I am now, have no abs, um, a little excessive weight-wise, okay, I can't expect myself to eat a a salad, eat really healthy today, nutrient-dense foods, whatever, drink all my water, drink my coffee, not drink any other bullshit, and then now I got six pack abs for the day. Woo, yeah, if only that shit worked that easy. You know what I'm saying? If it was that easy, every motherfucker on the planet would do that. Honestly, I think it should be easier. I think <laughs> I think I should be able to morph my body into whatever physical thing I want to in whatever in density. Like I'd be like hard as fucking diamond, Bang, like that. I but want in, that. But in according to like the Newtonian like gravity thing, and then uh, the construct that we're in the theory. You took DMT. Of, space and time with fucking Einstein. Like we're we're in this space and time construct to where like okay well sorry right now only way yeah exactly the only way you can mold and morph it is to actually put in the work for it you know yes and this is what yogis have done in ancient times like we're we always revolve around the same conversations and all of this has been done in the past this is my straight up belief like you don't not have to agree with it oh, fuck this, this is just my belief you don't have to agree with this but here we go again Rico's conspiracy theory. This is a disclaimer. Everything I say is a hypothetical. That being said. But 
on that same note, what really how like exactly. what is when I choose this reality and this consciousness anyways? You know what I'm saying? Like how I mean any, anything is just enough people believing in it to be true I, to make it true per se or what have you. I love how all deep conversations always go back into spirituality. <laughs> all deep conversations always you can start with ethics and stoicism and fucking war and anything and like uh, poverty and it always goes back to spirituality so let, let, let's be real how does how do we all create this collective we do you have a say in this i have a say in this we're all peace of me let's make this a little easier to understand for everybody who's knows how technology works let's just put all this in terms of hardware and software it's simple we are pieces of hardware with software inside and we <laughs> produce software we produce code we produce data to create the illusion around us the illusion is called well they've called it maya before and the concept of Maya is that everything is an illusion. Oh, everything man. is. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, sorry about that. So yeah, Maya's the concept is that everything is an illusion. Everything that we see here is an illusion. You want to talk about um, we all live in a virtual reality world? This has already been talked about thousands of years ago. This is not a new concept. The only reason this is this is why me and Ahmed just keep bragging on on the Western science and Western like. Uh, mentalities because they've evolved so much around morals and values and they forget existence and 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 and, and what reality and truth really is like people that are so wrapped up in trying to do the right thing here can never go on to a fucking explore what else there could be so how do we create reality how do we impact our reality we're all just antenna receiving and sending out signals. And with these signals, we create the reality that we see here. We have all in a subconscious level agreed that this is a bong. This is a glass. These are, this is my weed. Like this is our, we have agreed upon this and we have all laid out the rules in a realm we have, we cannot comprehend. A lot of people want to call this well, probably God, the intelligence they seek and the intelligence they, they crave for is there. I just don't think it gives a shit about you that personally, like unless you're really trying to be a part of it, it doesn't really care. If you don't care about it, it doesn't care about you. If you care about it a lot, it cares about you a lot. It's a mirror. We are all mirrors. Everything reflects. So yeah, that's, that's how were created that's how maya is that's what the concept of this illusionary world we live in and the reason i said i want to be able to morph my body in certain ways is that well if human consciousness was able to create this meat vessel of sorts in such a way and that we're able to operate and fucking do this cool human shit then can human consciousness become so refined that it can start actually getting into the quantum level because in some way, shape or form, our consciousness and our existence is messing with the laws of nature and we are creating our own laws of quantum mechanics within us. 
Like there's nothing that says that human beings should exist, but we do. There's nothing that says cells that exist, but they do. Like there, we, this is all statistical improbabilities that have actually happened. To say there's, there's not an intelligence behind it, whether it be God or it be a program or it be anything is, 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 is lunatic because there's intelligence behind everything. Everything is just compounding intelligence. And God could have started as nothing and then little by little became curious and started doing things. And I think that's how creation really happened. I think it's just curiosity of just like, oh, what if this happens? And what if this happens? Like, is God just an energy? Is, is God just, uh, what is? The, 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 the way to actually go about this is it's everything. God is an energy. God can be beings. God can be interpreted as all these things. There are different levels of and realms of heavens and earths. And like, yes, the answer is yes to all of them. And that's the problem most people don't want to hear. Oh, that's, the, that's, 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 the, that's the answer most people don't want to hear. The answer is yes to everything. Right. So like God is the trees. God is yeah. the grass. Yeah. God is you and I. God yeah. is the birds. God is ants. God yeah. is spiders. All yeah. these but is God buildings? See, that's a little bit different, right? No, it, it, everything is God. And the Buddhists say everything is Buddha. It's the same concept. They're all talking about one energy. Everything is itself. So in that sense, you and I, we are God, right? Or we are God. God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you prove that you're not a God compared to what you can do in this world? Your lifespan compared to a dog? Like he's, we're basically the Moses to all dogs. Because Moses was said to have lived 900 years in the Bible. Or I don't know. I, I don't know how I read that. So if, he, if there's something somewhere that says that. But the beings of old the were fact said to have, checkers that. Fact checkers. Fact check this man. Hey, hey. He's, he's pulling that shit out of his ass. Yeah, I'm pulling shit out of my ass. Like, again. I mean, I'm, most of the shit I'm talking about, I'm making up. Like, please understand this. I'm. This is me explaining my perspective on weird concepts that I've had personal experiences with. I mean, my problem with a lot of people who are religious and or spiritual and everything is that they're following a book. They're following a set of rules and, and, and things that they have been told and, 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 and step marks and benchmarks and achievements and, and this and that and this and this. But few of them have actually had any real experience like have they ever been so moved that tears fucking came to their eyes because they saw a towel moved in the bathroom like while they were taking a piss I was like it's so weird but yeah I think I wonder if you can take DMT and still be an atheist. If you can rationalize and, and, and put so much logic into the, it's just chemicals in my brain. Yeah, but the chemicals in your brain make the reality. Here's what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is not that your body and your mind and your energy are different. No. There's an energetic side to you. You can call it a soul, a spirit. We're on this drug called life, right? Yeah. Or, uh, planet Earth. This, this game called life. This is the game. We're all playing this game. Okay. And so with your energy, it's where you're 
let's just say your potential is. All right? This is your potential. With your mind, you're able to release certain endorphins and certain chemicals that activate certain electrical sequences in your body and in your cells that help create this figment of reality. And when it comes to your body, well, that's just the way you play the game. Your energy, your soul is what makes the choices, quote unquote. Your mind is what interprets these choices and puts them into physical reality. Your body is the vessel by which you will play the game. Boom. I just tied spirituality with, um, what's it called? With games. Fucking, that's dope. I actually think that's the best way to live your life. Live your life like as if it's a game. But it's a game you can die in. And, you, and when you die, you have to reset everything. And all your achievements are lost. And everything you gained is gone. And everything, everything you had is not there anymore. That's the game we're playing. If you don't know what that game is called, it's called Sword Art Online. I get that, that anime is fucking great. The concept of virtual reality and living in, in that kind of world. And you guys should check out the, the anime, Sword Art Online. It's a great anime. Great talk. Great, what's it called? Virtual reality parallel. Because it shit. Our world works like a virtual reality in sorts, man. You do level up. You do power up. You do get experience points. You do get cash to buy items to do all these other fucking things. Like, how the hell is this life not a video game? How the hell is this life not a video game? Shit. So, in this video game we call life, what game do you want to play? That's, that's literally all, all you have to choose. What's the title of your game? You could say it's a movie. Dang, it could be a movie. But I like the concept of games more because I'm a gamer, first of all. I like playing games. And two, games have the option and you're interactive with it. You're not just passively watching. I don't want to just watch. I want to be interactive. And I think a lot of people are just watching their life. They're, they're, I think they're an autopilot. I, I honestly live my life day by day. And that might be due to a lot of reasons, but I do live my life day by day. And, and it's not that I, ha I don't have long-term plans. Obviously I do. If you've heard the other podcasts, if you've heard my ideas of how to take over the world, you, you obviously know I have other plans and long-term visions and goals, but yeah, you, you have to take life day, day by day. Like, unless you're able to at your will change your body like a monk, then you have to take life day by day. And a lot of us aren't doing that. A lot of us are on autopilot, in my opinion. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm generalizing. Um, so by I, an autopilot, you mean like everyone's in their default mode network of their brain? Well, they're doing the same things they've done a lot. They're eating the same things they've eaten. They're with the same people that they've been. They're 
all these experiences are not new. And when you do something repetitively, you go on autopilot. And the best way I can relate to this is that teaching. When, when I had, when I was teaching, what was it? Like 10th grade or 11th grade, I had 10 classes in a row, like in that week, it's the same class. I had to do it, the same routine, the same jokes, the same lesson. By the yeah, end right. of that 10 weeks, dude, I, it was so refined and so like tuned. Like it, I became robotic. Yeah. Even my expressions and mannerisms became robotic. Like I didn't have to put that much energy into it. And I think that's how a lot of people are living their lives. They're not putting that much energy into it. They're kind of just going with what they know and what they've done. Like, yeah. See, the, it's a blessing and a curse because some, some things I feel like ritualistically it makes it easier to accomplish other things for creativity it doesn't right like but there's certain good habits i would yeah. argue that to have them automatic would be beneficial whereas yeah. people fight to do it like write a workout I, daily, or meditation daily things like i that. am i fight all habits dude like I, good ones bad ones like i don't know why but i do like when it it's a constant struggle with me but the only way that I've, that I've ever achieved anything is if I've, I learned to do it not as a, a chore. Like the moment my mind went from, ah, uh, to, yeah. Wait, so when I, you say that, would you say it's almost like changing it from having to do something to choosing to do something? You know what I mean? Or wanting, like, desiring, wanting. needing. I, Tony Robbins said it best. When you need it, that's when it will come. So, you feel, yeah. Do you think that you can artificially fabricate that need? I don't think you can motivate yourself to do it. I think there has to be an inner drive. And to be honest, my best way to mold and change myself is to change my environment dude. like mm -hmm. that has been my best way to fine-tune how i want my behaviors to be and then when i can't change my environment completely then well fucking i lapse into other kinds of behaviors yeah and here's the thing that i've been doing like even when i do eat junk food instead of blaming myself now i'm just like well fuck it man might as well fucking enjoy it like might as well fucking enjoy this junk food Cause I know I'm not going to have this. And this is my mentality going into a lot of things. It's like, I know I'm not going to have this. That's not, maybe I'm creating a sense of scar scarcity, but I've been in situations where I didn't had, have the options to having these things. And I, like, I've been in places where there was never anything like close to this. So I, I live here now and I enjoy what I can get here now because I know that at any moment it's, could not be here and again it, it comes back to appreciating what is and, and living in the day and, and, and that, that kind of thing like as soon as I live here I'm gonna have a different kind of environment live a different kind of life if I go leave the country again I'm gonna have a different kind of environment lead a different kind of life like I'm gonna be molded to the environment uh, always. you have to adapt everywhere you go yeah yeah and it's it's the easiest way for me to actually fine-tune what I want myself to do like I know I should be able to do it here and now and just be like, fuck yeah. I'm the, uh, but I, I, 
you have to factor in all these other things though. Right. I mean, we can take a step back and go back to older conversations where we say in the environment you're in, especially the one currently, there's a lot of karma, you know, karma's there, past karmas, you know, pre like uh, current karmas. Fucking triggers and just, yeah. Emo like emotional and, and, and response triggers and yeah. And this is why I think moving is a great idea and always constantly moving is a great fucking idea. It's like almost even karma is in the same sense as like memories. Like, I mean, like just because you might've suppressed something, but there's that book, body keeps the score, it, right? Like the body still. The body remembers, the mind remembers. Like I do catch myself remembering some random shit from like years ago. And I'm like, what is going on? This is out of place, out of context. What is, what is this random memory that just came to me? And yeah, I, it's not bad. Again, I'm not, I'm not hating on it, but it does set off some kind of personalities that in other situations I wouldn't have. Again, eating this like junk food and eating this and that and doing this and this. Like I actually have homemade cooking right now, which is great. I fucking, I only cook because I need to feed myself. I do not cook for joy. I don't like cooking. I don't like cleaning. It is right. not a joy for me. So if someone cooks for me, it's like, yes, this is the most amazing thing ever. I am the most, whoever cooks for me, like strangers could cook for me. I, I'd be like, yes, this is the most amazing thing ever. Thank you so much. Like, I love it. I love it when people cook for me because I don't know. That's, that's a different level of love. Here, don't die. <laughs> Basically, it. here, don't die. <laughs> and, that's, and, and I appreciate that. I've, I've so, always... Let me flip it for you. How yeah. come you just like trying to make yourself not die and cook your own food? Like it's so <laughs> hard. There's so much energy and effort. <laughs> it is. There's so much energy and effort that that it requires. And like, if I don't have to do that, I'm deeply appreciative. Like. That's it. That's, that's, that's no real reason. There's no real like, oh, this not fucking. I don't like cleaning. I don't like cooking. Is fine. I like experimenting and doing things. Eating is great. It's the after part of all that. Like, yeah. But anyways, I appreciate homemade cooking because yeah, their cooking is way better than mine. First off, I want to tangent for a second. Yeah, I want to come back to a sentiment that we said on a previous podcast, or maybe just in a conversation we've had together. Or you said if you can do anything on the planet, you'd live at the beach, you'd smoke weed all day, and you'd just be chilling. Now, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then <laughs> I would posit that you have that for a week straight, two weeks straight, one month. At some point in time, that comfort and that happiness will become a stressor. That comfort and happiness will become a stressor. Yes, because your body will be so annoyed with how easy it's this hard. is. Yeah, would you not, you know, the stress is what causes us to move forward in life. Stress is what causes us to do things. Not all stress, right? There's going to be chronic stresses. There's certain stresses that are not necessarily good for us, but stress isn't bad. Sure. I think a non-stress, a stress-free environment will bring stressors eventually. You know what I'm saying? Your, your body wants some sort of stress. You can create stress whenever, wherever you want. You can create stress out of nowhere. You can make drama out of nowhere. Right. You can. I'd rather not. Again, it takes a lot of to create drama. It takes so much energy. I'm just uninterested. 
I'm just uninterested. I'm just like, oh, I have to act this mad, this hard, this long. Nah, I'd rather, I'd rather not. I'd rather just chill and not do shit. And like, I, do you, would you agree though that eventually, that as great as that sounds, need sex. I think that I'd you, want it, more. Fair. My stressor would be I'd want more, and not in the physical sense. Like again. I don't care about things and collection of things. I'm not I'm not with that. I don't really care. This is why my idea of like moving around with a backpack is fucking I don't mind being a fucking nomad. It might be that I don't have kids and that might be the one trigger that might set me off to actually want to settle down or some shit. But I don't have kids right now. So I can still wear a backpack and fucking wander around. And I don't think that's bad. Like that little girl that we met that had a gypsy mom in Cambodia that I talked to. She had been traveling with her mom for like nine years, man. She could have an adult conversation. She was a smart chick. Yeah, so it's you, not like you can't make it happen. You just got to make kids this. I think we should make all kids fucking assassins. No. Guru assassin monks. They'd have the peace and mentality of a fucking guru and a monk. And they'd be as trained as an assassin. And then we release them out to society and be like, all right, go change the world. Because again, anybody who with the mentality can learn anything and have any profession. So I don't think we should be teaching professions. I think we should be teaching people how to think, how to grow, how to relate information, what, what best suits them and, and how to find that shit out. Okay. Because again, automation is going to destroy whatever the hell we think jobs are whatever your job is automation can probably fucking take it and well yeah and i would i would argue that anything that can be automated should be automated so we don't have to do the shit yes i fucking agree i don't understand farming zero point to do a job that can be outed to something that can do it for us with less energy less I mean, effort less stress if you want to do it for yourself i'm not if you want to do it for your community, I'm, I really do. that's all you like. But just in terms of no, granted, so the I, I get it, I get it, and I'm not against like not helping and not contributing, etc. But again, if that job doesn't need to be done by a human, why is it done by a human? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, it'll. I feel like it. It'll allow us to get away from the human doing and back to actually just being human there's, beings and just be, you know? There's there's a sense of needing an economy. There's a sense of needing this kind of structure and these kind of policies and these kind of uh, of ways of doing things. And change is always challenged. But people don't realize how fast <laughs> change can happen and how easily industries can, can be replaced. The only reason Chinese and Southeast Indian nations won't be affected by technology for, for the next five years is because it's too expensive. In 10 years, it'll be cheap enough to start replacing those people too. Like, we're going to have our ease of resources and access to them is going to explode exponentially and our labor and our relation with them is going to decrease drastically and what that basically means is that we're going to have access to more stuff and, it, and get it at a faster cheaper more yeah, faster and cheaper rate 
but there's going to be less people working with it in relation to it. You think they're not going to start having truck driver drones and start driving trucks through the streets? They're going to replace truck drivers too. This is, this is coming. And driving and delivering stuff is very, very popular right now. You think well, dude, it's already in the works. Like, didn't, aren't they making the Tesla big semis anyways? And most truck drivers are afraid they're going to lose because they have like a fully automated shit that they're in the process of. And they should be afraid because they are going to lose their jobs. And it's not that they're going to lose their jobs. It's that their jobs will stop being created. That's it. It's not going to happen in a blink of an eye because they don't have $500 billion to fucking give to the companies to start a new logistics wave of Tesla trucks. And I don't know. I think somebody should do the math on how much carbon, how much pollution is saved by using the, by creating these trucks than by refitting old trucks. It's right, great well, that he's creating old, old trucks, but well, it's, it's, it's old like trucks. even with new, new found stuff that we're doing, there's gotta be like, even with the generators, even with the electric cars, like it's still detrimental the, at some point to the environment. Yeah. 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 What they, they drain the resources. Lithium is not an easy mineral to process. So, I don't know. Some, I think we should do the math. And if Ahmed was here, he'll probably look into it. But I'm not going to. We'll let him worry about it next time. Yeah. So, yeah, then people are going to lose their jobs. Automation should happen. It is going to happen. And it's going to be crazy. But, but, we'll be fine. Humans evolve. Humans adapt. Things will change. We need to start creating our own independent brands. And this is what I keep espousing. Like, Centralization is over. The age of centralization is over. What, what, what's good now, what's popular now, what's going to share now, is, is, what's going to happen now is, is the cloud. It's sharing. It's, it's having decentralized production centers in partnership with independent people who create brands. So everybody can be their own brand. Everybody's already their own corporation. Do you get that, man? Like, you are your own corporation. Uh, corporations are humans, so, like, I no, mean... No, you that's... are your own corporation. You are legally declared a corporation in the United States government's eyes, or the corporation of the United States government's eyes. Oh, yeah, because that's a corporation. Like your social the... security number is one way to tie you to... Well, it's like a warehouse receipt that they, they fucking scan you and they keep tabs on you everywhere. And that literally ties you into the legal system of the United States government. So you are a corporation already. You have an entity. You're, you have a straw man. And you are a corporation. You're, your being has a corporation here in this United States of America. We all do since birth because we were born here. This is kind of how they sold us into, into bondage kind of thing. This is it. This is this is a stamp that we don't see. Do you so? Do you, and it's not do bad, you, but the people who are moving it and organizing those are sketchy people. Are there birth? Is the United States the only country with birth certificates or birth certificates? No, this is worldwide now. This is new. This is the new normal. So wait, was this? Do you? I don't know the history of this, and I don't have a fact checkers. Like, are we the first country ever to do birth certificates, or were there certificates of birth? 
before United States. It might have been certificates of birth before the United States. I've never actually checked into that, but I do know that the birth certificates of the United States were directly tied to the Federal Reserve being created. Fair. So a way to tie their well, debt. Federal Reserve, I mean, that wasn't created with the United States, with the Constitution, all these sorts of things. Like, that wasn't a thing, right? Like, Federal Reserve. Federal came, Reserve was created, and a couple months later, our birth certificates came out. Yeah, Woodrow Wilson and everything like that when he signed this away, no? Yeah, he allowed that as well. And this basically allows us to be legally indebted or connected to the United States government, who is getting a big-ass loan from the Federal Reserve. So the Federal Reserve gives the United States government a loan. They use us as collateral. They use us as, oh, we're going to pay you back because these people are going to pay us taxes. They use us as revenue streams in, uh, in their portfolio. That's what, that's what we're used as. And it when it comes to legal tax fucking world, that, that's all we really are. You think your tax dollars actually pay the roads? That's not how money works. That's not how tax works. That money goes to pay the interest off the loan the United States government gets from the Federal Reserve. That's where your money goes. And then you know how your, your government pays for the roads? They borrow more money. They run that shit on credit card. Why <laughs> is our country running on fucking credit card? Why... Why did it tell us to be fiscally responsible while spending money up the ass? I don't get it. I don't get the, the how fucking bullshit is that? Well, they created a game though. Like they're like, oh, somebody has to pay for it. Oh, let's make the people pay for it. <laughs> yeah. And then let's inflate the currency every time we want to run some bullshit policy. And let's keep inflating the currency and fucking the people over. <laughs> the inflation of currency is the number one threat to everyone's livelihood i do not like i am not a capitalist fan i don't like centralized economies i don't like i don't think the free market is a good idea because i don't think free market exists but the dollar is really important right now because if it crumbles nobody knows what the fuck to do everybody's so bought into this game of playing with this monopoly money that nobody knows how to organize and change like change resources in a non-monetary world. Nobody's doing barter and trade anymore. We, what, what are we going to do, Bitcoin? Everybody's going to run on Bitcoin? <coughs> How do servers keep running on Bitcoin? Well, that's true. I mean, and even metals. Metals, there's only a certain amount of metals that you can go off of, too, if you want to go on that. The, like, our, our, our cryptocurrency infrastructure is not set up to take care of a fucking switch in, 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 in economies. It isn't. First of all, how the hell are all the power plants that you think of going to be running? Are people going to volunteer their time now? Ooh. You don't well, want to do shit for free. Are people going to volunteer their time to do it for free? What are no, they going to get? Are the farmers going to give them food? We, well, see, and that's what's kind of fucked is the people that have perceptual, um, you know, whatever, numbers in a computer, money saved up, etc. Like if we decided to flip the script and be like, well... Now, moving forward, this economy should have a negative uh, interest. Like for people that just let money sit and save money and trying to collect and et cetera, you know, that money should have a, you should be losing money for that to sit there. It should be forced to be put back into this economy if this is a game we're playing. You should like 
kind of keep it in circulation as opposed to I have a lot, you have none or little, you know what I'm saying? Like it shouldn't, I don't think it needs to be this sense of the haves and the have nots. Well, the problem is all those people need to take a heavy ass dose of DMT. <coughs> That's the fucking problem. Or get off of Satan's dick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> They'll get off Satan's dick once they realize how fucked they really are. Right. So all they need to do is take a massive dose of DMT. And the only reason I say this is because a lot of those people still hold on to the idea that they need to gather they need to gather stuff. They need to become more. They need to become important. They need to be this. They need to be that. They need to expand. They still have this preconceived notion that it's a drive within them and then it's not really a drive within them it's something that's been instilled by society around them it's, it's something that's been nurtured it's epigenetic it's not genetic it's epigenetic you can say it's, it's a drive inside you but this drive inside you was nurtured and raised by the environment around you right well yeah i mean your drive would be towards something else if we didn't have this environment our drive would be more towards fucking reproduction and having sex and creating more of us right which that drive is still there but now we fabricated oh you need more stuff for your house you I, need more i, I so think we i think we'd want to have bigger caves and bigger stuffs and stuff like that and oh that looks, that looks cool i want that too but right, look at my boulder bro i found this <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah 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 like we 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 saw that he has one he has one rock i'll get two like that kind of mentality is, is a very animalistic kind of mentality. But any person who reach any level of awareness just realizes, oh, this is bullshit. Oh, I, you just nuts. <laughs> that's what you get. That's <laughs> fucked. Oh, man, my bad. My bad for laughing, but. You just got owned. You got owned by your own dog. I just stepped on my gonads, damn it. <laughs> oh, my that's that's what happens when you have dogs and they don't they don't playing. know what personal space means. Nope. <laughs> They're like personal space. That sounds made up. Uh, <laughs> if I'm not involved in that, it doesn't count. Yeah, that's not a real, that's not a thing. But anywho, yeah, so we've talked enough about problems, like always, with the <laughs> solutions. It's actually not bad. I'm going to write that shit down. We've talked enough about problems, like always. Let's go to this one. What do you, do you, do you think that's a ruse, the, the Joe Rogan, um, Biden-Trump uh, discussion? Um, a ruse in what way? Like, I mean, is that just a joke, you think? Or would he really, like, actually fucking mediate? I think he would mediate it. If he, they were down, I think Joe Rogan would be down. He'd be like, all right, get your COVID test at the door. We're going to COVID test everybody. We're coming here, and we're going to do this podcast. Obviously, that's not his voice. But How did that even happen? Did Trump ask for that? Like, I don't know. Tim Kennedy, his last guest. Like, Tim Kennedy? Yeah, he was asked, and he was like, yeah, okay, that'd be dope, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good episode. With, with There's so much divide, man. Like, cause I see, I really understand now that 
where they say it's really hard to change the thought patterns of the people that are quote unquote most educated in our system because then they kind of like to shift that paradigm is so hard man like quote unquote most educated is the biggest that's, fucking part here it's was it yeah in this system educated right but are, are they really like wise knowledgeable educated right but education and learning are two different things like where you know what i'm saying like they they, they seem to have forgotten that education does not end when they get a degree they, yeah. they literally seem to have forgotten that you should not stop learning and getting new knowledge and seeing fucking facts my my god like the the lengths people use to defend some stupid shit like some stupid actions by some stupid people. I don't care what color you are or what sexual orientation you are. You, uh, again, I'm getting heated because of the whole, everything, I'm not pro-police, but you coming at police the wrong way with a fucking weapon you expect not to get hurt. You're fucking stupid. I am sorry. That is a stupid fucking idea. I don't know who the fuck raised you that they didn't teach you that you don't fucking do that shit. Like, my parents were really scared of me going out and having... I've been pulled out of police fucking multiple times for stupid shit that I didn't do sometimes. I get it. I've been profiled. I've had guns drawn at me. I don't hate the police. You know why? Because they're all people having an experience and they've had a collection of experiences and on that day, they might have just been fucked with one too many times and I, I'm not making excuses it's what we all do but you need context like we really just need context of every situation leading up to that yes. what's their life like what's happening you know give the whole video don't just give the video of what you see somebody's yeah. knee on somebody's back granted that was terrible I do not condone any of that <laughs> right but our perception is skewed based right. on you know like in and, right. and that's oh man it's so very interesting right exactly and Another thing with that is like, just watch, watch the, the, the videos yourself, get the facts for yourself. Don't, don't, don't watch the little bits they give you on the news, no matter who you're watching. Don't watch the bits on the news. There's a reason why they're showing you that. There's this reason they're showing you that part and that's the most exciting part. Like you got to see what's coming before. You got to see what happens after the reaction to people. You can't just start blaming things and saying things like my... The, the one thing that keeps popping up a lot of times is they bring up uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, which in my opinion, again, it's just an opinion. He defended himself when he shot them. Should he had a gun? No, he shouldn't have been there in the first place. I fucking agree with that. But he was there. He did have a weapon. People did attack him. If they threw a Molotov cocktail at you, would you shoot? Yeah. He didn't. He waited after they threw a Molotov cocktail. He still didn't shoot nobody. Once somebody tried to take his gun away from him, once someone tried to take your weapon, someone that's been threatening you all night, once they try to take your weapon, what do you think they want to do with it? Do they think they just want to run off with it and be like, hey, look, I got his gun. Is, is that what you think his mind is? No. So that's the first shot. The second one is, You get a mob of people attacking you, you have a gun, you have a high chance of using it. There's a high chance of someone getting shot. The people still chose to attack them. 
Somebody hit him with the head with the skateboard. He shot back reflexively. Someone came at someone came at him with a gun, and then put his hands up. Cow didn't shoot. The guy lunged at him again. Pulled the trigger. Like context is is everything, and you see the videos. They're fucking graphic as shit, but you can make your own conclusions, and you can see that there's more to the story that you probably haven't been told. Always, there's. I feel like there's always gonna be more to the story. First yeah. of all, I mean. If, Let's go, uh, if people died off of this, you can't really get that person's side of the story. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't have that. Right. And we go based on, like, I mean, there is the saying for a reason. There's three sides to every story. This person's side, this person's side, and the truth, right? So, like, your subjective reality, how you subjectively saw it, and what's objective, and what really happened, and how did it really go down? Yeah. So you can't truth. really that context all the time. There's truth, and everything else is just everyone else's interpretation of truth. Mm, fair. <laughs> and then, like the yeah so right. it's crazy um yeah so there's a lot of fear that's being created from nowhere like i'm i'm supposed to be afraid of white people now like i've been talk shit about white people like doing some sketchy ass shit in the past i, I call all their bullshit out because i because i see it but there's this fear that the nationalism that the, a lot of these patriots, quote unquote, patriots um, have is, is more violent than the current violence that's happening in democratically woke cities. Why the fuck are the woke cities being burned down right now? They're so woke. They'll burn their own shit. What woke shit is that? Right. Hey, hey, hey. And that's what happens when you get a dog. They start eating everything. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like having a kid. You can't not pay attention to them. Yeah. She out here up to when she's quiet. I know she's doing some stuff. Some stuff. All right, let's get the solutions. I got to get off this call in like 10 minutes. Yeah. So what is the solution to all this stuff? So all the all the problems that we mentioned, we got two minutes to answer all of them and give some something to people to, to go on. That's my solution. Bathe huh? everyone. Huh? <laughs> everyone needs a bath. No, I'm just kidding. Wash off all of their grime, filth. Weed bath. That's bullshit. Ten, ten, ten grams of weed in that bath. Let mm. your body soak it all up. Do you think if we just put no fuck the weed, just do like a, we could do a uh, put some liquid LSD in that bath? I don't know. I think people would drown. <laughs> you think so? I think people would drown. You when you lose any sort of control, you're in water. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, drunk people drown. You become one with the water. That makes sense. Literally, but then that means you drown. Uh, you you can be you, you can actually become one with the water and have the feelings and emotions of the water, but then you stop breathing because you're so one with the water and you just carry on with that emotion and you're stuck there and then you can't go back to your body. 
your consciousness goes into a different kind of realm and kind of stays there and gets stuck there and then you're not able to go back to your body. I don't know about LSD. Make everyone take a big ass... Uh... I, honestly, I think universal basic income will be the easiest solution to most people's problems. And, and, and universal basic income has ramifications that most people don't even see. Universal basic income would mean that we can probably start decentralizing the fucking pharmaceutical companies and decentralizing the, what's it called, the hospitals and the networks and start creating like, your hospital and your networks don't make it cheaper for you to be in the hospital. They actually make it more expensive since every, every one of those agrees to the prices they charge. Oh. And their prices are inflated like a motherfucker. No matter what hospital you're talking about, they inflate their prices in order to get some kind of money from the insurance companies. So we can eliminate insurance companies. We can make healthcare cheaper by eliminating insurance companies. So what UBI would give and provide would be, you'd be able to spend the money on whatever you want. Rent, drugs, visits to healthcare facilities and whatever the hell. Oh, why? Even in that same sense, why wouldn't we dive into these other sectors and be like, well, why are we paying rent to live on a planet? Like, Because people are still tied to the concept of having property equal value because everything has to have value in the monetary world. And so everything is monetized. This is the problem of monetary society. Is that everything is monetized. And everything can be bought and sold. And I mean fucking everything. So... This is why we they have to do it. This is why we do that. I think it's stupid too. I think I'm trying to create my own society and have our own little fucking village and shit. Because I think it's a dumb idea. I think it's a dumb idea to run to create a society like this because it only leads to problems. And you're like, well, how do you know it leads to problems? History. We just know, yeah, we know somewhere someone there's there's a power source that doesn't want certain things to be put out there, like Tesla. What he found, what he found. And not that stuff that could have changed the world for what it wanted to change the world. Probably change did. The world we, have, we got radio, we got x-rays, we got fucking. And I imagine that, that the people in power are using whatever highest technological advances he had, but only for their purposes and not ex exposing us to them per se. Then you even go as far as like, um, I mean, when we expose things, somebody in power doesn't want it. Edward Snowden, Chelsea Manning's like these people get looked at as they're criminals, but they're trying to help people. They're trying to speak out. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't go around in circles, but it's just so crazy that you are crazy for trying to help somebody, trying to help humanity, trying to do something for the betterment. And instead we got to stay in the same thing. Like, hey, I got this great thing. Cool, but I can't make money off it. I can't control people off of it. So we can't do that thing. Like, what do you mean in that sense? This is my same problem, bro. Like, this is why everything is about restructuring resource management. Like, how does that sit well in people's minds? Like, I don't understand it. Because they don't think about it. They don't, out of sight, out of mind. Most people don't fucking think about the economy. Most people Which don't fucking like, think about because they're like, this is monetary the policies and shit. Would you go as far as, I mean, they've probably never been asked that question either. Yeah, a lot of people haven't been asked this question. If you're listening to this, and I'm asking you this question. How deep have you gone into monetary policy? How much have you listened to Ron Paul talk about the fucking Fed? 
<laughs> that guy will destroy your concept of whatever the fuck you think this world is running on. Like, that's the only politician I've ever thought spoke any truth. And his son is not that bad, comparatively speaking. Um, yeah, Ron Paul, that's, that's like the number one old white guy I actually like. That's my man right there. Ron Paul. He's a smart dude. Smart dude. But yeah, I think my the solution to many problems are is UBI. Poverty is destroys a lot. And look, man, there's a lot of fucked laws and legislations that are messing up society, including there's a reason why there's a higher disproportion of violent crimes committed by black people, and it's not. It's not natural or genetic. There's there's ways you can manipulate environment into which you lead the majority or majority of, or a higher majority or a higher amount of the population into a certain way of lifestyle. Fair. And that has happened. I'm not saying systemic racism isn't a thing or wasn't a thing. It was more of a thing than it is now. Now there's just poverty. It's just money. Race doesn't really matter. Money is the only really moving factor in any any aspect in the society. Race is a only an issue when you feel discriminated upon, but we all get discriminated upon at work or in, in everywhere. Like you shouldn't take bias and personal prejudices personal unless they attack you, unless you sense physical thing. Like if you just if you feel threatened, then yeah, it's taking it to a whole different level. But if they you make you feel bad if they hurt your feelings <laughs> i just think it's even wilder because you just we we've taken it down to like geographic location or whatever color you are you're a race right but like even the word race is more like a competitive nature like in the world we've created is like somebody has to win or lose so even then you're also creating a winner or loser in like a you know what i'm saying in a uh in your complexion color or whatever your meat suit color like, hey, I'm, I drive a silver Kia. Like, this meat suit was given to me, a white Puerto Rican looking, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, Jewish looking motherfucker. That's what I look like, right? With the, and I added some um, emblems onto my, you know, some bumper stickers and stuff all on my, on my meat suit here, AKA like permanent tattoos, you know? Yeah. Bumper stickers. You know me, I, I uh, tangent like crazy. But it's just very interesting to see like, break words down, you know, like we are so foolish, disease, dis-ease, you know, like, like all these things are, it's not, I, I don't want to say it's super simple, but if you could shift the paradigm in so many different aspects, like, hmm. Yeah, it is super simple. That the best, that's my main issue with everything is that to answer it so fucking blatant to me that I don't understand why people can't fucking see it. And I go around looking at people like, do you not really see this as a better way and we can all organize and, and function this way? And people are just like, no, we cannot. And there are very few people that go, yes, is exactly what I want to do. Yes, is exactly what I want to work with. Yes, is exactly what I'm thinking too. Very, very few people. And this is the people I'm trying to find with this podcast. The main reason I'm doing this podcast is because I'm trying to look for these people. I'm trying to find that tribe, bro. I'm trying to find that tribe. I'm trying to find those people who fucking just move somewhere to a location and start going ham on whatever we can 
because if it's not hemp, it's microgreens and other things we can grow, man. There's so many ways to just start thriving, but you need a community. You need a group of people. You need resources. You need jobs. You need specialization. You need training. You need all these kinds of things. It takes time. That's why I'm, I'm patient and chilling. That's why I'm joining day by day because I know it takes time. If the world happens to end, well, fuck, I'll go find a gun and we'll see you on the other side. People come like, <laughs> like survive, set up some hemp shop somewhere. Like we'll find you. <laughs> that's it that's it can't be hmm. tripping I watch a lot of news but I'm not tripping I'm not agitated I'm not emotional about it I don't get, I don't invest that kind of energy it's all just do you think, to the same extent though do you think that there in any essence there's like sub subliminal and subconscious things that you absorb through that without realization consciously oh, yeah, of course of course there are and there are things that they put out consciously to try to fuck with people's minds and perspectives and, and, and mentalities and energies and all like these that I posted you the other day like or that I put in the group about like uh using the conspiracy theorists to like distract from like whatever uh, I got actually the like conspiracy theorists yeah this, this meme is also a conspiracy theory right the one of the good ones that I saw it in the little chat was um whether conspiracy theories range between like probable and improbable and it was like it was, a, it was good it was a good range of like there's some probabilities in these things and they're like flat earth and fucking reptilians and ah there here's the mind fuck just wait until conspiracy theorists discover they're they are part of a conspiracy to use conspiracy theorists to spread misinformation via conspiracy theories yeah <laughs> So we've all been duped. All of us. Well, the two planes took out three towers somehow, some way, and they all fell in fucking free fall order. It was, fuck, dude. I can't believe we believe those conspiracies. Yet a passport survived from one of those people. Three towers didn't survive, but one of the passports survived. Fuck, dude. How, how blatantly lied to we were when we believed those conspiracy theories. Right. Blatantly lied to in so many aspects. Yeah, for sure. Oh. So let's end on a good note. How do we personal advice for the people? My advice? Yeah. Man, focus on you. Take. I, I would say, like, personally, I just kind of just trying to identify the simplest thing I can do daily to push me and progress me forward. I really just focus on who I can influence in my realm. You know, like, where can I find a teaching moment? Where can I find an aha moment? Where can I find a paradigm shift moment? Because I teach fitness daily, but I have these conversations that are way beyond fitness. And they kind of like, one of my most recent clients, he was just telling me how he did DMT and we get into these conversations. Right. And it's like, the people that come my way tend to be more open-minded or, or not, they're down that route or, or willing to go down that route. So I think that just being who we are and I'm going to posit to you to really put yourself out there a little bit more and even try to create an environment in Long Beach. There's lots of things that can be possible, you know, like changing your environment, getting outside and, and, and I don't know, whatever it is, whether it's like 
what are things you like to do? Like uh, me, I meet people at bookstores or I meet people out and about like fitness is my realm. So this is how I kind of connect with people through my movement. And then, okay, well in movement now I can posit this and I can talk to somebody about this and really seem that these thoughts and these things are there. They just were waiting for the right person to kind of have a connection and, and communicate on them and maybe give them some more understanding and or an ear, two ears to listen to what they have to say without getting shut out by clearly there's way more of these indoctrinated closed-minded tunnel visionary people currently than there are open-minded i don't know man so, we just gotta get to the right network and reach the right right people. or yeah exactly because i mean i i think that my first journey was always like i always thought about the hundredth monkey effect so the more i talked about it right the more people are going to be exposed to it then there's that hundred monkey and all hopefully it spreads like wildfire right like that whole uh, a age where they're on the island, whatever, trying to get food, no food sources. Okay, monkeys start shaking the trees and figure out they can get coconuts, right, or whatever it is. And like enough monkeys see that they're whatever. They, you know they, what they're I mean? watching the co coconuts in the in the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the actual the, the experiment. Well, like, you know, what I mean? <laughs> the thing like watching the coconuts instead of like e eating it or drinking it or whatever it is, you know, like and then learning. Well, because what we're just like all we have is all these tools around us and like hey this society says oh use this for this 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 right like but maybe there's other ways to do things and there clearly are but when you get fixated on this is the way it's done it's always been done this way we can't right. do it any other way like no you just put yourself in a box that's not even real so imagine that the box is not even there right or it's a fucking cube and that way you can stand on top of the box go to the side of the box underneath the underneath the cube like all around the cube spin the cube around put it on a side make it a diamond i don't know i don't fucking care whatever you do with that shit it's your cube do as you will with it and you'll find other people that are going to share that same value and appreciate the thing you did with the cube as opposed to saying you can't do that to the cube no motherfucker i just did i just did damn on that note but i mean like i just think that like because just getting back to having these conversations and really just I don't know, man, like just being, what's the simplest right. thing I can do right now? What can I do? Who do I talk right. to? Cool. Well, is there a moment I can enlighten somebody, not enlighten somebody or like bring a positive thought that maybe shifts a paradigm or plant a seed. And I'm working on the planting, but also watering and nurturing and waiting for that root to become a shoot. You know what I'm saying? Like we were saying earlier, you know, you first plant the seed, then you water it that day. It's not going to harvest the fruits that you're looking for, the plant that you're looking for but that doesn't mean you don't take care of it. You still do what you can to take care of it. You can still plant seeds out there as well, but you still gotta make, be mindful of the seeds you're planting and make sure you're nurturing them, watering them, et cetera. And by seeds, I just mean conscious minds, other people that are willing and being more receptive to receiving the information that we're willing to speak about. Maybe for me is like, well, in your sense, like you can take, complex turns and simplify them per se and me I think of in a little bit different in verbiage and like how I bring the verbiage to the play because I'm a avid reader and my vocabulary is a little bit different based on that reading in that same sense it's not taken away from your intelligence or my intelligence but my people are just different because you know what I mean they hear me different but then to the same extent I realize people around me I'm like here and I got to figure out how to bring it you know, mm -hmm. closer to them. You know what I'm saying? Right. And not to say I'm above them, but like I'm using big words that I understand because I read them and I, and, and, you know, I just like, it, it makes sense in my world. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. You know? Yeah. Above them. Vocabulary wise, you probably are above them. 
pers- like I don't look like the very most well-spoken, I don't know, like judgment perceptual wise. If somebody to look at me and I'm all tatted, I got my hair up in a bun, I'm edgy. I'm, you know, I'm just this dude. But then you have a conversation be like, oh, okay, there's some substance here. I don't know, you know, like I'd like to think so. I agree. That's my idea. That's my plan. Where are you at? Uh, I'll keep it short. I think people need to know what the fuck they want. Like, I, 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 I don't know if I want to say this, but I know what I want. I know why I want it. I know how to get it. I know multiple ways to get it. I'm trying to go through multiple ways to get it. Everything always leads back to what I truly want for me, myself, and where I want my life to go and what, what, what I want my life to do. So I know what I want with my life. I know what I want my life to be about. I know the world I wish to bring about. And I think people need to fucking ask themselves the question, what kind of world do you want to bring about? What kind of world do you want to create? And figure that shit out. Like, that's it. Just ask that question. I think most people won't do it. And most people won't get get through the question. They'll kind of just fucking forget. But if you figure out what you really want, then be fucking patient after that. Word, and just so the world kind of knows, or anybody listening to us, he can clarify a little bit, what is something that you're willing to put out there that you do want that you're working towards? If it hasn't already been addressed. Me? Yeah. Hemp cities, people, I want hemp cities. Well, I want local sustainable collective communities, all the terms put into one. And it basically means communities that can grow their own food, create their own products, create their own little markets and economies within themselves and then trade with other like-minded cities, states, whatever the hell. The the point is, is to be able to sustain yourself locally, trade globally. All right. That's, that's the goal. Um, The hemp cities part is just, I think hemp is the most efficient plant in the world. And there's, you can literally make cities out of this plant, not including some metal parts and some, some plastic parts that we're probably gonna have to use, but you can make the majority of a city with, with hemp, including the houses and the buildings and structures and potentially the roads and the walls and all these things, they can be done with hemp. So that's what I mean by hemp cities and processing, manufacturing, getting, getting hemp into the world now, creating an industry. Cause right now there's very few processors and manufacturers for hemp products. And we're going to need to start replacing a lot of things we use. Um, a lot of products we use are very, ecologically unfriendly they're just bad for the environment there's better ways to do to make these products there's better ways to replace these products and we should just do it so that's kind of what i'm working on that's kind of what i'm I'm doing um yeah that's what i want i dig it you know i'm on there we've we've been doing this since improve the world man improve the world you got uh sidetracked but it's okay i did get sidetracked but um what was i gonna say i actually was wearing that shirt again and it was really fucking comfortable i was like fuck (laughs) these shirts are still really fucking comfortable (laughs) they're good man they're so breathable and they don't like you don't feel high you don't feel cold in them like it's so fucking weird but yeah anyways well you didn't i wouldn't know you didn't let me have that one you let me wear that one day I never had you have one to have some. I'll give you one. Yeah, we wore it to that event in Long Beach, that vegan event that I... Oh, yeah, that was a prototype one. That's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got more. I got a few here. Sweet. 
for sure. I'll give you one. You you can feel it. I mean, Ahmed has one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we'll figure that out. I'm trying to get some hemp shirts here in the United States as well. I'll, 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 I I want to start making them here too, even if it's just a couple, like five, ten, whatever. I want to start wearing them here because they're good shirts. Good shit. But alright, man. I'll leave you with that. How well hemp works. Huh? We need to show them how good that hemp stuff works. Yeah, all in due time. All in due time. Got to get a haircut man. first. Huh? You got to get a haircut first. <laughs> got to get a haircut first, you said? Yeah. Nah, I like your hair. Eh. It's going to get cut. It's gonna get cut. Right. Go back out like you were in Thailand, man. Nah, get that one. I, I don't feel like looking goofy for the next couple of months. <laughs> My hair just does some random shit. Like, it has its own personality for a while. There. So now <laughs> this podcast is called Rico's Hair Has Its Own Personality. We're changing the name. And on yeah. that note, it's been a great episode. Woo woo! Rico's. Right. For sure. <laughs> no, yeah, I, uh, I have a client I have to prepare for. Otherwise, this conversation would go further. But I'm thinking that, like, you can stop recording now if you want. Well, well let's make this a weekly conversation. Yeah, let's do it. Um, and okay. with that note, I rambles for I'll a week. Say peace. <laughs>